Hey, how are things? This is Mark here with a quick word about our sponsors. The Clockwork Junkie podcast has teamed up with Agora Pulse. Agora Pulse helps businesses manage your social media marketing. There's no complicated Excel docs, long emails, or millions of open tabs. Simply manage all of your social media channels in just one place. Go to www.agorapulse.com forward slash clockwork junkie for one month free. I'll leave the link in the description. That's www.agorapulse.com forward slash clockwork junkie. Thank you. This is Mark here and welcome to episode 94 of the Clockwork Junkie podcast. As always, thank you for tuning in. My guest on the show today is a two-time guest. It is Bernie Lamb. Bernie, how are you? Good. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for coming on the show again. Much appreciated. Thanks for having me. We have, I suppose, we'll have to give a little bit of background. We won't spend too long on it, but Bernie was um, a guest on my show on episode 77. Um, that was called Strength in Faith. That episode uh, between all the different sites has, I think it's 13 or 14, 12 or 1300 views. Um, and on that podcast, Bernie said that she was starting um, 40 Days of Hope, which led up to Easter, which has just passed us, as we know. And on that 40 Days of Hope, she was going to give messages. It wasn't to, to preach to anyone. It was just to give message of, to explain her faith and how she felt about it. Um, I, I let her explain the minute why she started to do that, but... Um, so yeah so she'd done that for the 40 days and it was that was the end of it and it was over and loads of people looked at it and it was a rip-roaring success um <clears throat> so i suppose first of all well done on that um like i do a podcast twice a week and it's a nightmare whereas you you have to do it every day for four well on except for the sundays but every day for 40 days to let everyone know that's still there you can still go to 40 days of hope um it's on facebook it's a page all the videos are still there to bring it to the youtube channel and they're all still there every video is there um, Bernie's talking about experience in her own life. Her husband, Mark, uh, talks about experience. Loads of her friends and family come on and talk about experience. She reads from the Bible. She gives examples of her life. Um, she goes into questions that it's very hard to answer. And it's really, really interesting. So how I got involved was I'm agnostic or an atheist, whatever you want to call it. I, uh, before this started, I... There's so many religions and which one is right nobody knows how could you know why is the jesus one right like i i was saying to bernie in the first one that if bernie was born in pakistan she'd be muslim or if she was born in india she'd be hindu and that's a fact you you, you, you wouldn't be any other religion um but then i thought if i do the 40 days um and see how i feel so to do the 40 days i said i'm going to listen to every single video that bernie puts out which I did, um, and I said, I'll, I'll try to go through the Bible and have a little look at it and see what the story was. I ended up downloading, downloading the Bible. Um, it's free. Um, I downloaded an app, and James Earl Jones reads out the Bible, and I've listened to every single word that is in the Bible. <clears throat> I found it very hard to listen to, more so the Old Testament than the New Testament. Um, 
thought the Old Testament was extremely violent. <clears throat> but um, so then I listened to lectures between people who, and I don't mean people like two lads arguing on Facebook, people that were um, like theologians arguing with, um, you know, educated people. And, and, and I, I would turn off a debate straight away if they were just trying to win the argument. I wanted them to hear the conversation and listen to each other. So I've done loads of that. So I feel I'm way more informed than I was now. And if you like, this is part two. Um, so the first one's called Strength and Faith. That's podcast 77. You can watch that now on YouTube. This one I'm going to call The God Debate. Um, and this is podcast 94. So thank you for anyone listening in. Bernie, can you just tell us again, um, if, if anyone's just coming to this first, uh, why did you start the 40 Days of Hope? Something happened particularly with a, a man on a chair, I believe. Yeah, I just had a, one week, um, I heard about a neighbour who had lost her father and she had to say goodbye over the phone. Just a desperate situation. There's a man on a bench and he said he'd lost his neighbour who was his best friend. And, um, you know, he just felt that the best days of his life were gone. That was only keeping him going, you know, thinking back to those days. And I suppose I brought up the fact that I was a Christian and that I'd be praying for him. And it was just really awkward. And I suppose um, another friend, it was a nurse and told me about the stress that they were under and actually that she was worried how she was going to feel after um, all of, after this pandemic and like they're, they're basically traumatized so you know I just felt God you know um, I feel like really um, having a belief in a faith is is um, this is the only hope we can offer people in some situations you know and I felt God you know I'd really like to share that with others but you know you need to give me a sign I suppose um, to share that and then I literally after that prayer I got a message um, I went from one room to another room and I saw my phone I got a message from someone saying have you ever thought to share your faith on social media Bernie and um, it was just the timing of that and then I said no I still want another sign God and the next day I said I need another sign that this is needed that people need to hear this message God and then the next day my friend and this rarely rarely happens that people send me a message my friend said Bernie I'm just going through a really really tough time can you how, how can I pray can you send me a prayer um, you know or direct me because I, I'm just really not coping well so that was within two days right after that prayer so I says right God I'm going to bite the bullet and I just go for it and see I had no idea of what the messages were going to be for the 40 days before that I had only done two I do about two five minute talks for the church and um, each year and um, so you know and um, you're kind of saying well done at the beginning I really believe um, as Christians believe the Holy Spirit comes to live in us and gives us strength and I feel that I was given a special strength for this time you can ask my husband I really wasn't stressed throughout the 40 days um, you know but I did obviously spend a lot more time in prayer because I knew I was going to have to um, obviously hear from God for messages so um, yeah that's just I suppose the background of how it happened. And I, I thought like um, <clears throat> I was very impressed with it because I remember talking to you on the first podcast and you were extremely nervous before we press record um, and I had to spend a good bit of time talking to you before I press record that like explain like that I'm not going after your throat I'm not a uh, you believe in God I don't it's not um. <laughs> That's the easy thing to do. And I think, it, you know, we have to be more sophisticated than that. Um, you know, one thing in this world that seems to be gone, I don't know if you agree, is that like, just because you disagree with someone doesn't mean that you hate each other. It, it doesn't mean that, oh, let's have war. Or it doesn't mean that at all. You're like, everyone has their own opinions. Um, and everyone has their own thoughts. And everyone believes something. And it's rarely can you find everyone's going to agree with everything. It actually doesn't happen. But just because that's the case doesn't mean you have to be at war. You have to hate someone. You have to knock that person out of your life. You have like I have. I am friends with people now who think completely different than me. I have. I'm keeping secrets for people now who've threw me under the bus. You know, it's all about your own 
moral compass and whether that comes from what you feel yourself or uh, believing in a higher deity that's what we're going to talk about now so uh yeah i've I seen the 40 days I, I i liked them all and i suppose the question is my my philosophy on it all is this there, there there's a couple of facts that i know for sure um one fact i want to get to at the end of this at the end of what i'm going to say now and that is that christianity is really really reliant on the resurrection so if the resurrection didn't happen then christianity jesus was just a prophet or not a prophet uh what would you call it he's a man a man yeah so I, I'll get back to that in a minute. So my problem with religion was always as I grew up, I start learning stuff. And it was uh, like, for instance, now I know like the, the world is not 6,000 years old. End of story. And even the most, you know, <clears throat> any educated Christian that I've heard speak is saying that as well. They're, they're, they understand that it's 13.7 billion years old or whatever it is. And, you know, people say, like, it's the, the Big Bang and it's kind of a theory. It, it's, it's not a theory. We can, like, if anyone thinks it's a theory, I challenge them to do what I did, which is learn about the opposing point. It's there. You can, you can see the uh, microwave radiation coming back. So it's absolutely there. So the world is not 6,000 years old. So the Bible, or who wrote the start of the Bible, is wrong. That's a fact. I don't think anyone who is an intellectual who who now i'm talking about christians as well i've heard christians saying that and and and, and um also then well, just with regards to that because i'll probably forget yeah um, obviously we could talk about this and we could spend loads of podcasts talking about that but why is there through the 40 days i don't think that's going to make anyone have a belief i don't think that that's about like the main barrier for people coming to believe in god whether the creation story is actually matches up to to science you know i'm a scientist i love physics and you know i love studying the big bang theory you know there's no denying that stars are moving away from us we've got redshift you know and if you trace back and do all the maths you know and you, you get that it. evidence the thing is as a um i suppose i got jeremy to share throughout the journey and he's um he's the closest to a biologist i suppose in terms of that well i'm more phys uh, i like physics and um, there are so many viewpoints that you can take on this, but the fact is I just don't limit God to science. You know, like the evidence is there, but I don't need to think about it too much because I just don't limit God to what I see. And, you know, I was actually listening to a podcast, um, you were talking to Sean Keyes, but also I would listen to one of Sean Keyes' ones, whether he believes in God. And um, he was kind of saying God created Adam and Eve, like grown-up toddlers. You know, it's was, it was an interesting perspective I've never seen before. And like, if if he created Adam and Eve and then they were adults straight away, surely you look at that evidence and are they already within one day, 20 years old or 30 years old? You know, even in that story, it, like, there, you, you, I still see, I believe what I see, the evidence, but I'm not saying that um, I don't disbelieve other things because I just don't, I don't limit God to science. That's just my view on that point. Where am I at the minute with all of that? We kind of discussed that the last time. Since it's the 40 days, I've done a bit of study because I was a bit embarrassed the last one. I was like, oh, I don't know anything about this. Like, but I've learned that if you start taking um, different approaches, like there's um, obviously people who um, say it's evolution, they believe in evolution and then um, and the story of creation and they marry that up. And I thought you could believe in that in a very simple way but actually you have to reinterpret all of Genesis 
in a very in an alien way to what I'd looked at before. Um, and I'm looking at that, but at the same time, it's very alien. So I'm just kind of at the question, well, can I be faithful to the Bible and hold these views, you know? And there's other Christians that have the view that there's an old age earth and um, maybe not evolution, you know, there's, and they're all people in scientists, very, scientists who are very, very educated. And I've listened to scientists who are doctors and Christians who hold the view that um, with the seven day, six day creation. So um, I'm very unqualified to talk about these things. <laughs> you know, in the Bible, God chose people all the time who are the most unqualified and the weakest. And, you know, in my prayer life, I said to God, I said, kind of an insult, God, that I've been doing the 40 days, because really, you're kind of showing me that I'm the the weakest and the most unqualified. So, um, yeah, so in response well, to that. What does that say if you pick me to go against you? Jesus. <laughs> well, but, you're uh, the Goliath, Goliath Mark. <laughs> um, so, like, with the evolution thing, like, um, and I get into a point to all this, and I think this point is going to agree with what you said there. Um, with, the, with the evolution thing, uh, Evolution, this is in my opinion, uh, happened. I, I, you can see it. You can see the chain. There's, no, there, there's one broken link in the evolutionary chain that they're still trying to work out, but invariably, I, I think they will. Um, I've also seen a, very, a fascinating debate that says that evolution happened, um, but also Adam and Eve could have happened. And explain it was absolutely it was a three-hour debate and it was so interesting. So there's a possibility that might happen as well. Um, but the point that I'm trying to make is that I believe the Big Bang happened. That it wasn't six days. I, I believe it's 13.7 billion years old. I don't believe it's six. It's a you know that uh, six thousand or whatever years old. And I believe in evolution. Now, then I'd ask myself the question: Does can does that stop me ever from believing that Jesus was a son of God? And the answer is no, for several reasons, right? <laughs> Number one is that <clears throat> if Jesus was resurrected, you see, you can only explain something to somebody where they are. So let's say, for example, you start explaining to me now very high-tech IT stuff. Like, I won't understand what you're saying because I don't understand that genre of work. I understand a little bit. But I, I wouldn't, I couldn't go into technicalities. But if you could, and you were telling me, you'd be going over my head. So you then trying to get the point across to me would have to break down what you're saying, the smaller stuff that I'd understand. So is that how Genesis and that was wrote? It could have been. It could have been broken down. Like if God came down and said, okay, listen, there was a big bang, there was this, that, and the other. No one, like, you have less chance of believing that back then, you know, because no one, everyone thought that we were the center of the world. So that doesn't bother me too much. Um, I'm still not sure who wrote Genesis. I know a lot of people say Moses wrote it. A lot of people say Moses was the ghost writer and I came through Jesus, but I can't seem to, everyone's saying something different. But uh, also I had a huge problem in the last podcast. I was saying that, so if Adam and Eve were created first, then Adam had sex with Eve, then they had Cain and Abel and Seth. Um, I couldn't find any uh, any um, proof that there was daughters. I've since found it, um, which meant that the sons would have had sex with the daughters and there would have been incest and there would have been so on and so forth. And I had a huge problem with that. So obviously that wasn't true. But I, I read into it that, like, obviously, if you're the first the, and you have to go, go forth and procreate, um, 
you know, it, 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 like your genes pass on over time. So I, it, it, you know, if you're 100% man and 100% woman, well then why wouldn't you be able to procreate with your, you know, as it goes down because your, your, your genes and your blood and, and your bloodline and all that, it's not all mixed up and the chances of you having a child with a defect is slim and none. And I've seen a debate on that and that seemed to clear that up for me, even though I'm still not happy with it. Um, but for it to be correct doesn't um, mean I have to be happy with it. It just has to be correct. So my opinion is not more important than the fact. Um, you said something very interesting last night, which I was something, it was, I very little planned to say. I've nothing written down, as you know, the crack, but one thing I had planned to say was that for the resurrection to be true, a lot of things would have had to happen. Um, I'm based on evidence and at the time and I get a good feeling I feel I'm intuitive I feel maybe I'm not but I feel I am there is no way in the world that they would have said at that time that women were the first person to see that Jesus was gone from the tomb it wouldn't have happened to make that story correct or to make the story more believable they would have said some of his followers did it some of the top men did it they didn't do that they said women and although that looks like the best claim that the resurrection happened, I've came across a better one that might prove that it happened. And it's the following, and I want to hear what you think it is. The Romans at the time didn't deny it. So these are the people who persecuted him. These are the people who killed him. The, like basically Jesus was a rebel. You know, he was out in the streets given out, he shouldn't be doing this and he shouldn't be doing that and he shouldn't be doing the other. Um, any bad doing that he's seen, you know, Leicester would all right. He was very wise and sage beyond his years. Um, and some people believed him, some people didn't. Even when he was going to get crucified, some people said no, that look, I don't believe, they pretended they didn't know him. Um, the absolute act of betrayal and being unloyal is unbelievable. Um, you know, and then he went and died on the cross as loads did before him and after him. And the only big deal is that he was resurrected, which would bring credence to everything else that the man said. Um, but the Romans never said he didn't do it. In actual fact, there's writings from books that are not in the Bible. I, I forget. Look, you might know. I, I don't know what the currency was then. I did, but I forget. I read it ages ago. And people were being offered that money by the Romans to say that he was in the tomb. And so so they, the people who persecuted him and who, the last thing they wanted to admit was that he resurrected because if they did then, they were in the wrong and everything that happened was wrong. And all of a sudden, Jesus was right. And it turns out 400 years later, they did agree with him. And now, now you're Roman Catholic. But they never, all they had to do was come out with the body. Here he is. And it was gone. But they couldn't do that. So that is, there's a problem there, you know, and it's not all wishy-washy stuff that was written in the Bible, like I said the last time, because one of the people, um, I forget his name now, but he, he, he completely denied God, you know his name better than I will, and he, yeah, and he's seen God, or Jesus appeared to him, and then he became he one of his biggest, podcast, um, yes. Mark. 
like that you couldn't have a faith unless you met God himself like and Paul was persecuted you know he allowed people to be killed for their faith and then he met God on the road so the fact that lots of these letters in the Bible are written by him I think it's so significant and yeah. um, like that he had this massive um conversion I suppose and yeah. you know I don't blame people you know we're all trying to match these things or people trying to match things up logically all the time um, you know, and I don't blame them because Jesus closest followers, I mentioned last night, Thomas, you know, he couldn't even believe his friends that Jesus had rose mm. from the dead. He had to see for himself, you know, and you say, what do you think is the most, like I said last night, without um, the resurrection, all us Christians, we have vain hope, you know, and we're to be pitied, you know, and I, I think it's so true. And for me, you know, we can talk about all this and we can talk, Mark, about the evidence for the resurrection. But to me, I wouldn't have believed it, any of it really, until I've experienced it for myself. And I hope that I've shown that through all the stories. And I don't know what you think. I wanted to hear what's your conclusion. Do you think I'm just um, imagining all these coincidences in my life? Or do you think my friends and all those stories, do you think they're just coincidences? Because I don't know what, that's the first person who's not like non-Christian. I just, I've really wanted to ask that question. So what do you think? Yeah, well, <clears throat> it's a very, very interesting question because, um, and and like, I'd, I'd love to give you one answer, you know, but I have two or three answers to the same question. Yeah. Um, like, is there a chance that it's God? Of course. Of course there is. Is there a chance that it's just a God and our a entity that's created the universe and that Jesus was just a man like, is, is there a chance that Jesus was the son of God and that that's who you're getting information from? Yes. Is there a chance that, if I say that the Big, the, the big Bang definitely happened, but the reason I said that was uh, not to say that the Big Bang happened, but was that, like, how did it happen, you know? Did all these particles come together and did it, like, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not having that either, by the way. That's very, very convenient, you know? We don't know what happened at the start of the universe, so... so is, could there be an entity that created the universe or universes, maybe a multiverse, and could that be the person that you're talking to, but it's just not the person you think? Yes. Or could it be all in your head? Yes. It could be any of those three things. That's my opinion. It could be any of those three things. Um, I think some people believe blindly and they just go around with their head in the clouds. I don't think you're one of them. I think that you genuinely put time and effort into it. And I don't think you're crazy at all in the slightest whatsoever. Um, I, I believe you what you're saying I believe what you're saying in the 40 days um, I don't know if I, I honestly do not know like there, I've, in the 40 days there were so many coincidences that it was unbelievable like nearly it's unbelievable more. like they're the only ones I shared like they, they happen all the time like you said you say oh could have been in my head how could so the night I, I felt strongly for a message for provision for people in the pandemic and I said god I've got this credit card that I can't get rid of you know and next thing, the next day, someone puts the exact amount into my account. You know, that's not, I don't know how that can be a coincidence. You know, that's never happened mm -hmm. before. But they're, you know? they're, that's right. Like, 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 you definitely can say that that can't be a coincidence. And you definitely can say that that was God answering your prayers. Of course you can say that. And but I always pray in the name of Jesus Christ, Mark. And I'm mm -hmm. interested to know, you say all these um it might be an entity you know i don't really know other people from from other religions to be honest with you but i'd love to hear do they have testimonies like me you know when they do they when they pray do they have all these coincidences happen because i think there's this power in the name of jesus christ you know you heard gary's story my brother-in-law and he said yeah. the name baz came into his head i know that was unbelievable wasn't it yeah 
and then the next day and you know Gary has many stories like um you know on on his walk you know and um throughout their lives Christians all loads of Christians have loads of stories like these and he thought in the name Baz was in his head and the next day he met someone called Baz and you know he there was something evil in his house and he used the name of Jesus Christ and it went and you know there's lots of movies on these things um evil things and there's power in the name of Jesus Christ and you can't deny that you know so um and evidence of the resurrection you know I think this Christian faith has a really good strong grounding to believe this this truth and I believe that this God has revealed himself you're saying I don't know if this is the God that you actually know but I've experienced this God through his word you know that he's kind that he's compassionate you know all, all of these things so yeah but Jesus appeared in front of 500 people in a village like as well and 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 that's not um that's not someone that's trying to push a story to get through that's like you can read there, there isn't a person that studied it religious or non-religious that disagrees with that that no. that happened um which was something that i didn't believe prior to in the first podcast i didn't believe that but now i've like if if i get information contra contrary to what i think i change my mind it's called growing and, and i didn't know that at the time but like i'll say this to you like you were saying there that like all the different things that happened to you, do I think it was coincidence and do I not think that it probably was or that it, it, it was you praying to God and all that. Like if I was to say, yes, I agree with you on everything. Like if we had another hub here in this podcast and it was somebody who was a Muslim and they would tell me all the coincidence that they had praying to Allah the f like I'm not talking about I'm just talking about someone like you a genuine person who's trying to you know navigate life doing the best maybe a wife as well maybe a mother maybe you know um well, I, personally, Mark, I agree with you there but God yeah. hasn't enabled me I don't have friends that are Muslims and I would love to uh, hear if they're genuine experience but it's not only about these coincidences in my life it's how the, the Bible teaches us that when we become a Christian the Holy Spirit comes to live with us and I told him one of my in one of those nights I said I don't naturally love people like that I don't know and I don't naturally and um, when I stop spending time with God I actually become in my thoughts just very selfish very self-centered I don't find it easy to be slow to anger all these things that the Bible teaches that through his spirit but when I spend time with God and through my Christian walk it's like he changes you from the inside out you know it's living testimony you know and I see so many Christians who literally dedicate their lives to serving others and I don't think that's in their strength and you go and find those Muslims, go and find those people where their faith has transformed them from the inside out. And outwardly, you can see that. But only God sees inside the heart. You can't see what's inside the heart, you see, you know, and people's intentions. You know, there's a there's um, an episode in Friends, isn't there, with Phoebe? And it's like you can't find a selfless good deed, you know. So it's actually all <laughs> the heart. So even people yeah. who are doing good deeds might not necessarily be inside so mark i completely agree with you there and with with the muslims and you know i'm yet to meet a muslim who has all these coincidences and experiences this peace and this love um that 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 i've been talking about and i've witnessed well yeah that that's a shame like i have okay you know i uh, i i worked with muslims in the past um to pray four or five times i think it's five times a day or is it six and I've asked them, like I spoke to you about the religion. I've asked them, why do you believe? Like, what I'm saying to you now, I was saying to them, the very yeah. same. I'd say, well, like, why is Allah right? What if Jesus was right, you know? What if Jesus was the son of God? Yeah. And they said, no, well, and they'd be giving me their answers. Well, I prayed to him this day and that day, and my mother was sick and she got better. And then I felt him inside me and he came out and he done. The, they're saying the exact 
word for word okay. same thing that you're saying and I don't know if can both of you be right well you're talking about the foundations of the resurrection and actually you've looked you've researched that now and you actually think there's good grounds to believe in the resurrection that you're actually you can logically believe in it because of the evidence that's there and is the same evidence I don't know I haven't I haven't had time to study study the Muslim faith yeah. and I, don't, I feel totally unqualified um, to talk about that but do they do they have the same grounding um as the christian yeah. faith can it's god just... answer prayers from other religions i don't limit god you know i don't limit his mercy and he sees their hearts you see so yeah. he sees everyone's hearts and that's the that's the whole thing in in the old testament even people of other faiths you know rahab was um, didn't belong to the um the, he wasn't she wasn't an israelite but god heard or saw her faith you know god just sees everyone's hearts that's that's what i think I know like that with the, like in my previous podcast, the resurrection was just the same as any other day. It was just like, look, none of it is real, but I respect you for if, if that's what you believe. But now that I've looked into it, like, you know, there, 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 there is grounds because I know for a fact, and I, look, I, I, I'm not going to, I said at the start, I talked to Bernie for a few minutes before this, and I'm not going to go into too much detail and stuff. Um, But like, the Romans would, you said it yourself, would not say women were the first people. That, that would not happen, that women were the first people to notice that he was gone from the tomb. That absolutely would not happen. And if anything, that would help it to be less believed. But yet, they have to stick to that story because it, it, it seems that's what happened. Um, and the, the Romans couldn't come out with a body and say, well, here he is. Forget about it. I'll go back to your home because the body was gone. And okay, well, maybe someone robbed the body. Okay, well, that's okay. Well, then how did 500 people see him in a village? So it's all well and good to say that, oh, these people were 2,000 years ago. And oh, there's another mistake I made as well in the last podcast, I'll say here now. It's all well and good to say that these people were all stupid and they didn't know what they were doing. Listen, if someone's dead, you know it. And if someone appears to you when they're dead, when you can tell, that's it. He had wounds on him and everything. So... I don't know how I feel about that. You'll have to come back to me in another 40 days, but that I'm very happy to think that there's a very, very good chance that that happened because not because of what people wrote, it's because how the oppressors against that were powerless to disprove it. I don't know if that makes any sense. Another mistake I made in the last podcast I want to clear up, and I said it loads of times when I was chatting to people about atheists and God. <clears throat> I said, Yes, the Bible has been changed loads of times, and we all know that. The last one was King James. I think that, I forget when that was, uh, and it was changed a couple of times down through the years. But my biggest argument to that was that the whole Bible was an absolute joke because, uh, sure, it was 400 years afterwards when people start writing about it. No, it wasn't. It was 30 years, and you can even go back further than that if you want. This is not my opinion, and it's not some evangelist sitting down saying, it goes back 30. This is fucking atheists who are scholars who have studied it together. With, with, with people who are religious and they can they can bring the writings of Jesus right back to 30 years right and further there, there it hasn't been proven yet but it has been proven 30 years because I've read it I've seen it that's 100% it's not my opinion it's a fact and there's also writings about them in other books I don't mean now the Quran I mean people that were nothing got to do with that mm -hmm. there's writings of Jesus that exist so I even in the last podcast said to you that well, I wouldn't be surprised if he was alive as an historical man. I'm surprised he didn't come through the screen and fucking choke me. I know now for a fact there was a fella called Jesus and that he went around and that he'd done 
that 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 these things happened. So so I I've, I've well, now, at the end of the forty days, I said I wanted to ask you a question. Yes. Right. And I said, was anyone on the forty days? I said we all have our ideas of what society says Jesus is what your friends say and you know what people want you to say i can imagine a lot of your friends i've heard them on the podcast what they want you to say and i can say i think you've probably really annoyed some people by what by the the facts that you've obviously studied and given out so who do you say jesus is i don't know you don't know okay so you just need more you need more time well no well you see there's two things on that um first of all the way the church is now and the raping of children and all of this at one point you know made me hate religion and if god was so good how could he allow all this and then i was well if god can give bernie a message to give her a few pounds to pay for something that she stuck but he won't help a child over in africa that's hungry i think what a load of nonsense but I still kind of think that, but I don't think it as much as I used to think it. Um, if you read the Bible, and if you read what Jesus is saying, not what you think he's saying. I used to get, and embarrass myself now, but I, I was reading, letting Jer- James Earl Jones read the Bible. Then I was getting someone like the Bible for dummies to translate it into word for me that I'd understand. Not like, he do art thou was ding. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Say what you're fucking saying. So I did it that way. So... <clears throat> The Catholic Church today, as a whole, I don't think isn't doing what Jesus was saying. They're not doing it. They're not doing what he said. They're doing the opposite. A lot of it is money. A lot of it is wars. A lot of it is that and the other. But Jesus never said to do any of that. He, he never said to do any of that. That's man. Man is doing them things. So I think like, when you talk about the, the Catholic Church, yeah. obviously I've grown up in two different Christian churches. That's right, yeah. And what I would say is in the Catholic Church, I've definitely met leaders and priests who have such a heart for God, you know, yeah. and, and who are very warm and I can, who are very pr- prayerful. But equally, I've met others who are not. And this happens in all churches. Yeah. And um, God is misrepresented. And there are so many warnings, particularly in the letters, about false teachers within the churches. So many warnings. And... Um, as Christians, that's why I said the Bible is so important. Like even on the 40 days, you know, um, I prayed every day that everything I would say would be true. But, you know, don't you should never take what a Christian or, or a speaker um, in, in a church said for granted. You should always search and see what it says in the Bible, you know, because some um, some people that's that's what we're, we're warned, you know, so yeah. well, never that, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense to me because. Um, <clears throat> when I think about jesus the man and when the when he was you know going about and preaching to people and doing his you know uh, uh, like and all the things he was saying and then like i separate that now from a lot of the badness that um catholicism has brought but i actually just i i agree with you i'm not saying catholicism is bad and they're not doing what jesus said loads of it is good even in my town here there's a, a, a huge religious community and they're, they're helping each other and even look there's religions that are different in this town helping each other through COVID doing things they're all working together um, and that's fantastic and that's good um, and there is bad eggs and there is wars that were started over and all that but but you know if I'm to believe that Jesus was the son of God like that's man that's not, Jesus never said right lads 
in 600 years time go over and take over the whole world rape women slay people and have them all believing in christianity of course he didn't say that it would never never at one stage ever did he ever say that that's like me saying to you bernie um i'm going to give you 10 euros because i think you're a very nice person and i would like to give you um nine keep one euro for yourself and give nine euro to nine close friends and you taking that and going and murdering everyone and getting a million euros to share out. Well, that's fucking wrong. I didn't say that. But then it'll come back to me. Oh, she was talking to Mark and he sent her out on the road. I didn't send you to do that. So these people that are doing wrong in Christianity aren't doing it in God's name or aren't doing it from the Bible or else they've never read the Bible or else they've read it and they couldn't give a fiddle as fuck. They should be shot. Can I ask you a question? You asked me this in the first, first podcast. Okay, and you, yeah, yeah. You said to me, Bernie, do you seriously believe in the devil? Yeah. Right. And I answered you that question and you were shocked. You said, do Christians actually believe? Do you think after reading the Bible and what Jesus said, do you think there could be a devil? No. You don't think there's any. So you don't think there's you, you, to explain any sort of evil in this world. You don't believe in the devil. Uh, no. Then you're, 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 not, you're saying you don't believe what Jesus because Jesus believed in him. Yeah, I, I, I don't believe that there's uh, someone else. That's kind of the opposite of God, and that's making everyone do all bad things. Well, he's he was actually a fallen angel. Yeah, but he's he's he, he's like the the complete opposite of God. Like he's 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 all the bad stuff, and he's all the, you know, like if um if somebody goes and murders somebody, I think it's a cop out to say, oh, it wasn't me; it was the devil made me do it. You know, because like Jesus did speak about giving people free will. Like you're capable of murdering somebody, and so am I, with or without a devil. Um, but we choose not to. We we choose not to do anyone else harm. Um, yeah, I don't think I'm saying that when people do evil or if they sin, little sins, that it's the devil causing like all those little things. No, but it's like I don't even know how to put it. It's like um, in Ephesians, it's kind of saying that there's a spiritual battle that we don't see. As Christians, you know, and it's not yeah. a battle between flesh and um, like I can't really even really explain it. It's just there's a, a heavenly um in the realms that we don't we don't yeah. see, you know, and it, um even within power that he might be working for a thing. <clears> okay, happen. that's yeah. That no, sorry, I I, I misunderstood your first question. So that's yeah. I thought you meant was there no look if 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 I was to say that um I believe that Jesus was the Son of God and that Catholicism was correct, and then I wouldn't be surprised if there was a spiritual battle going on. I wouldn't be a bit surprised, but um, at this juncture in my life, I, I find it hard to believe that there's one all evil conducting all other little evils to do evil for us. Um, you know, and look, it's something that loads of people said that I listened to, and they said that like you can put you can sit down a hundred people who have read everything in the world but haven't read the Bible or heard of it, and let the hundred people read it. And then come in for an hour and interview them all. And they'll all tell you something different. You know what I mean? And um, I, I I didn't believe that until I read it myself. And like I even listened to people having debates. And they were saying, oh, well, in Matthew... No, I, I don't remember what verse of that, but I remember what they said. And I was thinking, no, he didn't mean that. And then I'd hear the two of them arguing about what they thought he meant. And I think, well, I, I thought that meant something else completely. Yeah. So... And I, I think that's the way, I suppose, whenever I was trying to teach you how the Bible is alive and active, people can read the same verse and apply it to their lives in different ways all the time. And I can yeah. read something and it can stand out to me at one point and not the other time. And I suppose that's how I feel God maybe talks to me through his yeah. word. I think something that, um, you know, and I know it's not just me, 
um, it's it's a lot of people. Um, I need like a beginning and a middle and an end of a story. Um, the very first thing that I was saying when the podcast started was that um, I was saying about um, the Big Bang and evolution, and then you kind of came in and said, "Well, no, it's um, it's it's more about kind of the, the the faith thing and how you feel about Jesus and all this." But I was saying that for a reason that if the start of the Bible could be interpreted to be wrong. So if 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 it did happen six thousand years ago and everything was made in six days, like I don't believe that. So that means I don't believe the start of the Bible at all, um, and that's one hundred percent. I do not believe it. But uh, that's like me giving you a book on how to self help, and the first two lines of the book is wrong. You're saying, well, look, I'm not reading this because he's wrong already. You know, um. But then I said, well, could that just be the words that was given for us to understand at that given time? You know, like, so like, it, it, it was like the whole thing. Um, like I know in this podcast now, when I start, I start on my phone. If someone had sat me down here on the first day, I'd say, no, I'm not doing it. I'm out. It's too complicated. There's fucking buttons and wires everywhere. And I have to edit and all that. But over time, I learned more and I learned more and I got more confident in a small bit. And then I learned more. So you could, you could argue that the start of the Bible was that, that it was just, it was explaining it in the latest man terms for people to understand. Like if someone was writing the Bible, whatever it was, what was it? 1400, 1500 BC, maybe. Um, and if it was Moses, like he's not going to write down others. Oh, there's eight, nine planets or any just They don't know that at the time and they wouldn't understand it. And they probably wouldn't have believed it. So you can only give them the information that they believe at the time to explain something to everyone that's around them. And I did say someone was going to come and I did say loads of stuff and Jesus came and did all them things. If it's to be believed, but you do believe it. I'm just saying for me, like I always say, if it is to be believed, but like one thing that I, I will say is that uh, if I believed that there was a God in heaven and whatever religion it was, and I don't mean this in a selfish way, but I would never worry about another thing again. I, I, I wouldn't know how to get stressed. I'd be impossible. You know, oh, this after going wrong today and that's after going, so what? You're only here for 80 years. You have eternity. What's, what's your, now at your, this point in your life, what is your biggest barrier for believing that Jesus Christ is God? What's the biggest barrier for you right now? Is it just the fact that you haven't seen him for yourself or had an experience? But you did have an experience. Um, no, I did. I did, I, I, I did, did have an experience. Um, yeah. Of good and bad. The the I just for anyone that didn't know it, the good one was I had a fucking dream one night that I was up in the sky, up in the kind of in the, the solar system. There were stars everywhere. I was a ball of light. I had no arms. No, it's exactly what people say when they talk about God and what you're like when you die, you know. And there was loads of pieces of light coming towards me, little kind of shiny things, and I could see like universe all around me, and they were coming towards me. Every single one of them knew me straight away, and I knew them better than I know anyone here on earth. I knew every one of them um, and one of them was my best friend who had passed away in a car crash um, and one thing that struck me at the time was that he wasn't leading the charge there was somebody else and that person knew everything about me and I knew everything about them and I kept they, they kept saying to me oh welcome back we missed you so much like we're so happy to see you again and how are you getting on like you're doing everything fine just keep going just keep going don't give up just keep going and I was thinking like, I'm, I'm not giving up I'm fine what are you talking about and that was so real. Like, there was loads of things that went on in that dream that I never told anybody. 
your your ten years question mark? No, it's before it. Just before it, okay. Yeah. So when I went to a counselor who was a Christian, they said that maybe that was God warning you that it was going to come. So you went to a Christian counselor. That's interesting. How did you find Christian counseling different to normal counseling? No, I just went to a counselor who turned who turned out to be Christian. Okay. And she was asking me to tell me, and I was telling her everything about my life, you know. She was saying, well, you're sexually abused, well, you're, I said, no, 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 no. Mm. And she said, uh, do you ever have any dreams? I told her that dream. And she said, well, that could have been God. I said, well, that's very unprofessional now for someone who's an atheist coming in here and you're telling them that, you know. I said, try to use your words a bit better. But like, you know, maybe she's right. I don't know. <laughs> but then one time, <laughs> there was one time then when I was in the draws of depression, the absolute worst times of depression. And this is, if you talk about the devil thing, I was in, very very bad I was in the apartment on my own there was nobody in the house only me and I woke up during the night and I said oh I, I don't know if you've heard this story before Bernie maybe you have I said oh I feel like there's somebody behind me and I said look I'm a grown man I said I, I was very bad I remember that night I was listening to the Ricky Gervais podcast I used to put it on and go sleep to it and I thought someday I'll do my own podcast but and I woke up and I said there's somebody behind me definitely I said, so like, it's not as if I'm a child, I'm a grown man. I said, let's turn around and look and see. Like the lights were off in the room, but the, the light was shining in the window. So I said, I'm going to turn around and see. That will dispel that there's anybody behind me. And then I'll go back to sleep. So I turned around, you know, as if one of these things, was well, fucking someone standing behind me. Nearly seven foot tall, black, uh, not skin color, just in shape or something. And I was looking and I seen it. And I, I remember like, I was looking at it for about, I'm going to say a half a second before I turned away. But in that time, I thought a billion things. I thought, number one, damn, I'm in trouble here. Because now, if they were behind me, just looking at me, that's fair enough. Like, there wasn't a debate whether there was someone in the room. There was someone in the room. I knew they didn't come in the door. I knew they didn't come in the window because the window never worked. As you continue, do you believe that this was an hallucination that you had? Or do you, do uh -huh. you know that this was real? I believe, I'm not sure what I believe, because it could have been a hallucination because the depression was so bad at the time, but it felt very, very real. I remember turning, I was I, I like, look, it's bad enough that this thing has seen me. Now if I turn away, it could do damage to me. And then I thought, hang on. I said, it, it couldn't have gone in because the front door is locked. I would have heard it. The window, because the window didn't open for the whole time that I lived there. I often hoped there wasn't going to be a fire. I would have had to break and everyone out. So I didn't get in that way. So I said, it's just in my mind. It's not there. And I turned around and went back to sleep. Would you believe that? I actually went back to sleep with something behind me in the room. So that was a good and bad thing to happen to me in my life. Um, Do you have any other hallucinations in that time of depression or anything no, like that? No. So it's quite... Um, so yeah. the thing with the, when there was all the little lights, that was before I ever had depression. And the thing with the man was when I had it. But I knew at the time, like, I, I didn't think I was going crazy. I just thought, I'm so bad with depression now that... Um, I, my fucking mind is in bits but I was even though I was so bad and everything was all wrong and see here's the thing about the God it's going to tie into this I was so bad and everything was going wrong and I could you know I was never going to get out of this you could kill yourself you could everything but there was always at every point in my depression at the darkest times there was always something inside me it might have only been a half a millimeter big and it was just always there and it always said no you're okay you're okay. It was just like a little subconscious, I call it, you know. It always says you, you'll be okay, you know. Um, but yeah, so my biggest barrier is, well, um, I Mark, don't know, Bernie. Podcast I've been listening to, 
just one you had actually with Shauna, you just, you've really raised my awareness of just the turmoil that people experience in depression. And even I think it was bipolar disorder Sean was talking about. And I just feel so much more informed. Like I think you said, um, I heard you yesterday, last night, um, it was like you were saying feeling low is like a fart in a tornado compared to depression. <laughs> but you know, that just really helped me imagine, you know, because that's sometimes I can have low days, but it's nothing in comparison. I just can't even imagine what you've gone through, like, and look what you're doing now. It's just, it's really incredible. Um, I think just making people um, understand these people more, I just honestly, and I think you're so good at what you do, Mark. You said you'd like to do it as a, as, um, as a job, and I think you're really, really good. And anyone that's listening in, anyone that's my friend, can you please subscribe to Mark's channel? Um, that's very important for him that um for those numbers you know so please do that just for him um because he really needs that and he's really good at what he does so oh yeah. well, thank you very much thank you very much that was a very nice thing to say true but for, i know it's <laughs> a very nice thing to say no look you can donate to the podcast at uh, paypal.me forward slash clockwork junkie but um no so look i don't know what is what the barrier is there um i know that nobody who has ever existed you know knows like there's nobody in the world living right now knows how the big bang happened and anybody could have created it could it have been god and could it could he have sent his only son yes could it have been other things yes you can't like you can't say sorry you can but i can't say it can only be one thing you know it could be loads of things but that doesn't mean that the one thing you're saying is wrong that could easily be right um and you can only go by the information you have at any given time he was alive it was written very close to uh, when he when when he died. Loads of like his own brother didn't even believe him until he was resurrected. I didn't know that either. So these are the things, and, and I used to think, but sure, these things are written and manipulated and doing this and doing that, and they're fucking not. They're there. You can find them. There's no problem. Okay, the different King James Bibles are they might be changed around to do stuff, and there might have been bits and bobs in the Bibles that were changed by the Romans. Which look, we know the war, and that was, and there was at times a power struggle. And they were trying to get power and all that. But listen, that's okay. None of that has got to do with Jesus. Jesus came, as the story goes. He was the son of God. It was said years before that he was going to come. And he came. He fulfilled all the prophecies that were said. It's written in the Bible. It's written in other books. It's written on tablets found thousands of miles away. And scholars who are atheists, and they're not pretending they're atheists to prove a little point being underhanded. Scholars who are atheists can show you this. You can study it. You don't look up at YouTube at Dan from down the road saying, oh, there's no such thing as anything. I believe in nothing. Nonsense. Look at people. What I always do is if, if I'm trying to find out something, every single person that I heard debating religion was cleverer than me. And, I, and anyone who I felt was on the same level as me, I turn off straight away because I won't learn anything. I want people cleverer than me on a certain subject to, so I can learn. I think that's important. But um, so, Bernie, it sounds to me now like I'm after convincing you that God doesn't exist. Would I be right about that? <laughs> <laughs> would I be right about that, would I? Oh, no, Mark, nice try. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you here, um, I'm going to make a little confession here, and I didn't know whether to tell you or not, but I'm going to tell you for the crack, right? So uh, I was, we went down to um, a place called Cousin in Athlone, if anyone knows it. The, the, the sun was really nice, and we went down. And we were just driving home and there's a church there called Cousin Church. And it's a, I think I've been in it once when I was a child. I think it, it was a funeral maybe. But 
I remember years ago, there used to be little steps down by it and a grotto kind of place where you could walk in. And I was just passing by and I was with my other sister, with my other niece, and she's 10. She's only just gone 10. And I said, did you ever know that, that there was a grotto on there? And they said, no. And I said, come on, I'll, I'll, I'll show you. So I parked into the car park and I got out. And on the way down, we met a woman who had two kids and we were chatting and we were, how are you? Not too bad. And it looked like she was really, really happy just to see people to talk to. And then I brought them down to the grotto and there was a big, huge stone. And I sat down and she sat down and there was a picture of, I assume it was Mary or Jesus. I actually don't, this is how bad I am. I actually don't know. And we're sitting there and the little 10 year old was sitting there, Libby is her name. And uh, she was looking around and, and I says, do you want to say a prayer? She said, okay. I says, right, grand. So I took her hand and I, <laughs> and I said a prayer for, uh, you know, for Corona to end and for people to stop suffering and for this, that and the other. And because I heard you saying lo loads of prayers, I knew what to say. Now, it did nothing for me, but she was delighted, which meant, which meant I was delighted, if that makes any sense. Now, my sister was there at the time, and she says, she noticed that I ended a prayer by saying, all right, thank you very much. She says, no, you just say, amen. And I went, oh, sorry, I says, amen. <laughs> but it, it was better than nothing, you know. But I just, um, now that doesn't mean that, uh, you have your hooks in me and I'm and eventually I come in and you know it's not about me Mark I told I know, you I, I know, I know. like the last podcast was 77 you're like I'm, I'm saying this to the whole world I'm sorry you're going to be a Christian at some point I have no doubt <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. only a matter of time but I think you're just honestly you're not going to be a Christian unless um you genuinely meet the man yourself that's that's yeah. what I think that's it and just Another thing as well that I'll say, that's it's something that you said a couple of times in, oh yeah, sorry, there's two things. Remind me of the word fair. Fair, is it? In a okay. minute, yeah. Um, so there's two things. The first one is, you've said it a few times in your 40 days, and you've said it to me here today as well. And it's something that I, I find a little bit insulting. And uh, you aren't the only person who, who's, who's, who has said it. Anyone, um, I can have good conversations with people from all religions. And I used to get it like from people, from the people, from the Muslims all the time when I worked with them, like they're, oh, they're such the nicest people you ever meet in your whole life. And they were saying, Allah hasn't seen you yet. And, and, and when he does, eventually you'll get there. And I always found that insulting. And when you says you're not a Christian yet, but you, you're just not there yet. And you said it on the 40 days loads of times, like, what that sounds like, and I know you don't mean this, and they didn't yeah, mean it either. What, hear this though, yeah. what it sounds like is, is that there's levels, and you're at this level, and, and at the moment, us little puny people just can't get there, that you're so far ahead that we can't, that's not it at all. And, and, and that, that's what it sounds like. And I, like, I, I've heard that from people who don't believe in God, saying, oh, here it's a religious crowd now, oh, you're just not there, lads, will you? Fuck. And I think that hinders people who don't believe in any God to get involved in it at all. Um, and, and another thing that hinders them is um, the whole maiden six days and the world is 6,000 years old. That hinders them. That's the start of the book. Like, if I could, if I became a Christian in the morning and I had carte blanche over everything that happens, the first thing I do is change the first couple of lines. Not because it's different words, just that if you take them out, like, if I give you a book about a car and my first line is about a swimming pool, you say, what's this fella talking about? You know, those things can't be true. Now, the only way they can be true is if they're written for us to explain it as the, the intelligence that we had at the time. But I, 
they're just a couple of things that really, really drive me fucking mad. And people do it all the time. And I know for a fact that they don't do it. Um, some people do it smugly, but I know you weren't, and my Muslim friends that I work with weren't because we were friends. Like um, fear. But just said, respond to that. Um, absolutely I'm really not. I'm going to mute you. And of course, yeah. No, go yeah. On. no um, just for response to that. Thank you for telling me that that that's how that yeah. you feel because that's really important for us to know. And just in terms of you feeling like I'm like, oh, look at me, even though you know I'm not like that. Look at me, I'm up here and, and you're down here. And um, you know, it's like um, I don't believe that I'm a good person because of me. You know, it's all about God that comes down and He obviously makes you like that. But I believe that. Um, someone who has just given their life just before they die like literally god sees it's the exact same you know it doesn't matter how long you've been walking with them and there's just so many parables of that in the bible and a major apology if that's come across that yeah. i think it I has it's, it's it, well it's i'm saying it to you because you've said it but i'm, yeah. I'm kind of saying it tongue-in-cheek that other people hear this podcast and stop saying yeah. it as well because it drives people fucking daft um Fair, you mentioned last night. Well, it was last night. Today is Sunday, so I'm recording this on Easter Sunday. Um, I actually told James that I was recording this with you today. And James said, wouldn't you think now she'd be better off going to Mass today, Easter Sunday, instead of coming on a podcast? I said, you're dead right, James. I must say that. That's why I said 9 o'clock. But um, you might hear a bit of music in the background there now. We do. I apologize. I can't get this thing working for me and Bernie properly here today. But anyways, we'll just push on uh, yeah you said last night so on your last day of your 40 days you mentioned it three times in i think it was your favorite uh your favorite scripture your favorite passage or your favorite line was the word fear fair yeah so like like f-e-a-r like fears and those of you who 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 fear, fear me it's what jesus is writing like those of you who fear me um yeah. like I under, so you're saying um, I, it's kind of um, he's compassionate on those who fear him. He has compassion on those who don't fear him because he's reaching out to them all the time. That's what the 40 days of hope was about. It was actually God um, seeing people in hopeless situations, people that don't fear him, that don't know him, that don't respect that respect them. Well, not yet, whatever. And he reaches out to them too. But I suppose that's my experience is that when you come to a place where you um, are in a relationship with God, he, it enables him. I don't know what happens spiritually whenever you're in that place, but it enables him, I suppose, to shower um, love on you in in a, in a completely um, power uh, powerful way, but no, I didn't. I didn't imply that. Um, that doesn't imply that he doesn't have compassion on people that don't fear him, as I think yeah. Jesus showed. I, I, I just think any deity or any you know, if 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 let's say for this, God is real. Everything, every single thing that you believe in is real, and now I'm here today, and I believe it as well. And then I think like like why would someone and why would God want people to fear him? You know. Fear is um, that word, obviously, if it can be taken out of context. Yeah. Um, to me, that's respect. Uh, it's, a, it's a reverence and it's, it's a respect. For Why didn't they write respect then, you know? Just if, if, they should have wrote the word respect and then. Again, you know? these words, obviously, you know that they would have had, um, they've, they've come from a different languages. Yeah. So that's probably the closest they've got. And I wish I could go and research what the original word was and the meaning of that in yeah. that context. And I'm sure it would have a much richer meaning. But that definitely, I suppose that's why at the beginning of the 40 Days of Hope, can I actually ask, did you kneel down, did you? Because I said to people to kneel because that kind of shows godly fear. There's the beginning of wisdom is fe um, fear of God, it says in Proverbs. And it's like that respect for God. Um, did you kneel down? Yes. Okay, there you go. Okay, yeah, so that again yeah. is the, the, the godly so what, fear. What I did was, I said, I have this whole thing read. This is now wasn't, this is a while ago. I said, I've, I've this all read. I've everything done. Bernie had mentioned a couple of times. So I said, 
I can do one of, I said, I, I didn't read any of the readings you gave us at all because it would only confuse me. I was going from the Bible from the start to the end and I didn't want to be jumping and what the fuck is this? And I just said, look, keep going the way I'm going. So I ended up reading them all, but in their chronological order, if that makes sense. You read all of the Old Testament to the New? So you, everything. Every, like, as a full story that way? Like From every single thing. Well, that's every, right. I've never read it. I've never been able to do that. Every single to, word. Alternating it because I find yeah. it too difficult. No, so and, and and I I look there was some like I couldn't look. I think I'm intelligent enough. I couldn't understand some of it. I couldn't understand what they were saying. I had to go and and you know what the hell is this like? And then they explain it to me and all that. And I listened to an awful lot of Jordan Peterson who done done the, the biblical lectures of what Christianity means and in terms of you know like are you moral because you believe in God or are you moral because you're a moral person and the difference of what that might mean and loads of other things. But um. I just lost my train of thought there. Uh, yeah, so I knelt because I, I'd everything else done. I was only a couple of days left of the 40 days, and I said, I haven't done that. And you had mentioned it a couple of times, and I said, like, w will I have done it right if I haven't knelt? I said, no, I won't. So I knelt down, and I said, look, tell me, tell me, I'm here, I'm open, tell me everything. Um, you know, and, and you, you might say, oh, well, that doesn't mean anything, Mark, because you're doing that, and you're not expecting to hear anything. No, no, Mark. You know, but it's, it's, it's uh, I'm open to stuff like if 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 I, and I said this already and I, and I say it one more time I won't say it again if I have an opinion on something and I hear something to the contrary that is a fact or that is new information that now changes what I thought I change my mind no problem so it's not that I'm sitting down resisting God and resisting this and and that I can't take the words you're saying and believe them I can do all of those things as simple as anybody else um but it'll, it'll just uh you know it I've, I've never, ever, 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 ever felt the presence of God, ever. I've never felt, um, when, I, when I had depression, um, there'd be often times where I'd say, please help me, like, you know, just not to a God, to anyone. I'd be times when I had depression, when I was out visiting my best friend's grave or when I was visiting someone else's grave that died, I'd say, listen, if, if you are alive and if you're up there, um, you see me here. If you're not, you won't. But if you do, can you please do something to help me? I'm going nothing ever. And can I just comment on that? Because um, I can totally hear you out. And all I would say is um, if there's anyone out there that's listening that feels like you and um, you've, you've, you've just wanted to feel God's presence, my recommendation would be to go to a church <laughs> because there's something that happens. And I don't know. And I wish I was more qualified that I could comment on this and explain it properly. But and um, there's different churches but if you go to a church where the people pray and the people love god and um if they for example um if people are singing to god and praising him something happens in a spiritual realm as we christians believe and god's presence comes in a very special way and it's often in those places where people who don't know god meet him and have those experiences you might think oh it's the music it's this it's the the atmosphere but um, until you have that experience yourself, Mark, you, you can't really um, understand it. So again, it's like going to the church to see, you know, um, if, what, when, when people are praying and God. So I don't know what happens. Do I think God can reach people on their own? Of course he can. But there's some there's some reason that God's through worship, through praising him, his presence can come in a very special way. So, um, yeah, I'd recommend when the church is open, going into the church and seeing if maybe you experience them there. So just no, that's fair enough. So just a few questions for you then offhand. So if you don't believe in and this is like you know, I don't know, like maybe you can elaborate a small bit, but I don't want you to elaborate too much because I have a couple of questions, you know, and I don't want this to go on all day. But um if you don't believe in God, 
but you live a good life will you go to heaven and before you answer it my my, my i'm not saying i say well i'm doing everything good so i'm grand with god if god is real i could be a saint all of my life and i still wouldn't reach up to the standard that's supposed to be so i understand that going that's from by you know from re- reading the bible it doesn't matter from the day i was born i was feeding the homeless and i lived to be 549 and i'm feeding the homeless every day and helping everyone still doesn't mean that i'm glorious in god's eyes because that's nothing compared to what god is but so i know that so if you do not believe in god can you go to heaven if you do not believe that jesus is the son of god and you die where do you go okay my answer to that first of all is i have to believe that god is just mark or else where do we go from there i have to believe that he's full of mercy and he's full of grace and you know i would if someone was an unbeliever their whole life and then died and then i was at at the funeral i would never say to anyone i don't think they're in heaven because i could never answer that question because I don't believe that we have any idea what happens to people in their final moments of their lives. And I believe people can meet, God can meet people in their dreams and even in those final moments, you know. Um, and I believe if pe- people might come to God and say, sure, I never knew you were real. You know, I never knew Jesus, you know, because I was born into this family. And God's going to have an answer to those people, you know. And I, I don't want to talk too much about this because I have my own answer for that that helps me. But no, but I'm, like, that's, yeah. I, I should have prefaced this. I only want your opinion. I don't want the Catholic Church's opinion. I want Bernie Lamb's opinion. The thing is, the reason I'm reluctant, Mark, to give my opinion over a social context like this is because there's so much lies out there and people can have all their opinions and truth is very, very important. And I stick to the Bible. And what my idea isn't actually in maybe the Bible as such. Do, do you see what I mean? So I... Mm-hmm. So, so that's why I don't want to say what my idea is, because then people might think, oh, that's Bernie's idea. And then they'll start saying that and that's spreading lies. And I think Christians, we have to be so careful that we actually that we're not just talking out um, publicly, I suppose, our own wee opinions, because we're adding to the noise. We're adding to the lies. So that's why I don't want to answer you in, in that sense. Exactly what I think I can tell you after. Um, uh, so I suppose that's my answer there. No, I'm not saying that anyone's not going to heaven. Um, but I do think um, the book of Revelation, and it seems like obviously you've said about um, God in the Old Testament, and obviously God's going to deal with the evil in the world and bring people to justice who have been causing suffering to others, you know, and it's in Revelation. It's a violent book in Revelation. That's about the future. But there's actually, I think people in the future will believe in God and they'll see Jesus, but they won't go down on their knees and ask for mercy. There's a lot of phrases in the Bible about gnashing of teeth. And it's like, they'll just be angry at God and they'll just be cursing him. So people even knowing that God's real, choosing not to go to heaven, not to be with him, because that's what Satan is. You know, he was an angel and he chose, he didn't want to stay there. You know, he wanted to rebel against God. So, um, yeah, so I, I do think that there'll be people that will believe in God. Why and- did he want to rebel against God if God is so just? Well, again, I um, wish I could have researched that question before okay. this. Um, but I could not spread my own and um, I think it might have been a, a glory thing for him or I I'm not going to go on I have I have my, my answers but I'll, I'll share them with you afterwards because I don't want to be spreading lies as I said and you can look up the answers um, the, the, a lot of, if you've got Christian if you've got answers guys um, gotanswers.org is a really good Christian website that gives you the answers for these big um, questions you know and you can type that up and you get you get an answer will you be happy with some of these answers no 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 um, you won't be happy with um, some of them but um, I suppose that's I hope I've answered that question there for you well um, you like a politician you fucking avoided the fucking answer <laughs> whereas I didn't avoid the answer when you asked me I told you that I told you I didn't know well I hope you know my heart behind it I don't want to spread lies <laughs> yeah well, like, you know, if you, if, if you don't uh, believe in God, 
uh, you go to hell. That's what Catholics say. You know. Now, okay, if I was know, in a God meets people, yeah. Okay. If I was in a tribe in the Amazon, which is loads of untouched tribes, and if they've never heard of Jesus, so they can't believe in him. If they die, do they go to heaven? Well, I I hope I've answered your question there. As in, you haven't. <laughs> I can see you going around. <laughs> You're right, all right. I don't know. Basically, Mark, they go to people, they go to God um at the end of their life and say, sure, I didn't even know, I never even heard of Jesus. Sure, how is God going to be just saying, Well, you're not coming into my heaven because you didn't know about me? No, that's not going to be just. I don't think the answers we try to simplify all this life and death, and I think we simply try to simplify it too much. We've no I we God gives us gives us basic uh, people that hear the message, it's very important. Jesus said you know, that you need to um, talk about me and, you know, sp um, spread the good news about me that I want to help people in their lives and obviously about life and death, death issues. But at the same time, if people aren't reached, God's going to be just, you know, and we don't know what the answer to that is. The Bible isn't very clear. Maybe it is, and I just haven't studied it yet. Um, for, but uh, I would never, yeah. For me, uh, like, if I was to ever fully believe and be a Christian, as you said, I will be in a couple of years. I listen, I'll get back to you if I ever do. But, um, if that ever is to happen, um, it will never happen in the traditional sense, as in, like, I'd, I'd never go to the church and, I, I like, the, the church doesn't believe in, like, I'm a straight man, but I think that gay men and women should be allowed to marry if they want. Um, I think that it's, it's, it's a hard enough world as it is at the moment that if you can find anybody of any sex who loves you and you love them, and we'll put up with your shit and stay with you. I think that's a very, very good thing. So I will never not believe that. Um, and I know in the Bible it, said, it does say that you can't do that. So that's something that I will never agree with at all. And if if it was a thing that God, if I met God, and if God wouldn't move on that, then I'd say, I'm out. Because I have my own morals, and maybe they just don't match God's if he exists, you know? I, I I think like that. Um, that's wrong, you know. And that's a that's not a fact. That's just a a, a moral thing. Everyone will have their own opinion. And that loads of people say to me, "There, oh, he's dead right. He's dead right." And loads of people say, "Wow, he's a wally." Like that God said in this chapter, that verse that you shouldn't. And but that's my opinion. And I think all me and Bernie are doing here today is giving our opinions. And it, it doesn't mean that we're right. Jesus, well, I hope some of the things we said were right. But it doesn't mean that an awful lot of what we're saying is right. But I believe that like you know anyone should be able to marry anyone. Um, the whole sex before marriage thing, um, I, I, I think there's no problem. There's loads of things that I think is no problem that's in the Bible that they said that they can't do. So from the 40 days of hope, as, an, as a non-Christian, is there anything that from the Bible that maybe um, lessons that I've learned from the Bible and applied to my life that have helped me live my life, I suppose, better, I suppose, and helped me cope with life? Is there any lessons you've learned from the Bible over the 40 days that maybe non-Christians might learn from? Yeah, there is. There is. I've, I've, I've. Uh, I know for a fact Jesus was a, a historical person. Now that wasn't always clear to me. That wasn't always a fact. It was like it could have been made up, easy, easy. And just because it said it in the Bible, it, that to me at that be, beforehand that didn't matter because the Bible was shit. Anyways, it's, it, that, that that's what I thought. I said, sure. Look, the whole world was created in six days. It was nonsense. Adam and Eve all raiding each other. I said, good luck. So um, no, it's 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 a lot more sophisticated than that. Um, so I I do believe Jesus is was a real person, one hundred percent. Um, I'm I'm still not a Christian, but I I do know that 
it all everything everyone is saying and all the writings and all the books are just stories unless Jesus was resurrected and and we started a conversation with that and I think we should nearly end the conversation with that that is there a chance that that happened obviously we can't prove it there was no cameras there you can only go by the information that you have and the information is and this is written everywhere women seen him first back then women were looked at as second class citizens people probably disagree with me there now but the war you can read about you can read anywhere back then you know that yourself that they would have never said would never have let it be said that women seen that he was gone from the tomb it would never have happened in a million years secondly they would have never have offered money for people to keep quiet about it thirdly they would have proved it on the spot by producing his body well then my argument was then well maybe someone took his body and took it out okay well let's say that happened then well then that would explain why the, the women didn't see him that would explain why they didn't find a body that's okay how did he appear to 500 people in a village and they weren't all believers down on their knees loving him they were disbelievers it was everyone in that village there was and i i, I read uh, about what trade was done there and, and what it, the, the roots would have looked like and what they were selling and what was going on and what kind of things they done and all that and um like it you you wouldn't have been you, you, a lot of people would have agreed and loved that it was you but like it's not as if he appeared to all his fans he just appeared and there's countless countless testimonies back then and you're not going to get any better than that back then because there was no cameras there was no recordings and the written word back then was so important. You couldn't go out and preach the Bible unless you learned everything heart by heart because you were going from city to city. And every time you got there, there'd be somebody else there that's, if you said one word wrong, he's wrong. I know it. You had to, you had to be. So it, it wasn't changed that much as it went along, you know? So I, I've learned that I had to be more sophisticated on my thinking of it. It, it wasn't as wishy-washy as it was. And... God did exist 100% and I, I wouldn't completely rule out the resurrection. That's a huge step for me. That's like you coming to me and saying, Mark, I've done the same amount of research as you've done and there is a chance that the resurrection didn't happen. Imagine you coming and saying that to me, like, okay, but you're still yeah. Christian. Well, that's what I'm doing, like, because that's the research that I've done. But I, I can't sit here and say, I feel God in my heart and it's it. Um, I, I still say that if I spoke to my Muslim friends, they'll say the same thing. You know, I don't know, but I do believe you when you say that you can feel it. And I do believe, like, I don't think you're mad. I, I don't think it's in your mind. There is a chance. I'm taking the punt on you. I, I don't think you're doing that. I, I, I believe you. Yeah, well, the whole, the whole reason I shared the 40 Does of Hope is I hope people know me, that I'm honest, that I'm just, yeah. those, those stories are not lies. They're just being honest you know sure you spent half of putting yourself down i done this and i shouldn't have done it and i done that and i shouldn't have done it you were kind of open that well, way i'm trying know? to show that christians again i hope that's where, where where you kind of said you maybe made it look like you felt you were up here and down here i'm very much not up here and very much aware that i'm not up here like you know and um i'm miss christians misrepresenting god i misrepresent god regularly and I'm making that clear to people you know and i just hope that the coincidences maybe that might get people thinking you know as you said um, but Mark, you know, you're, it's funny that we're here because I feel, even though I've been walking with God and a Christian for a very long time, when it comes to the history of the Bible now, the way you've been talking, like, you're, you're more informed than me, Mark, on those things, to be honest with you. So there you are more informed on those things. And here I am, I've got the experiences. So, mm. you know, just, I think you just need more of those experiences and things. Well, even one to do. Yeah. Even one. Um, even one experience of, and I know, oh, then of course, the, 
that someone could argue and say, well, wasn't that dream you had? Wasn't that an experience, you know? But I, I'm not accepting that, you know, as being an experience. But I think the reason you're so open to there being another a spiritual um, being is because of that dream. But you just want to know, is it Jesus Christ? You know, you want to be very specific, you know. Well, I, I, I don't want to know, is it Jesus Christ? I want to know, who is it? Yeah, that's what I mean. You want yeah, to know. So yeah, I, I want to know, who is it? But like, the Big Bang and all that, I'm just going to, I believe that. one. But like, no, no one knows what happened before that. The universe is 13.7 billion years old, blah, blah. It, it, it could be 40, 40 billion, trillion years old. There could have been multiple, multiple universes made with God. Could have, anything would have happened. We haven't a clue. We do. We think we know everything. And we do know a lot for apes that came up into, you know, but like for, you know, for, but like we, we haven't a clue. We, even the best scientists in the world today can't sit down and concretely say to anyone, this is what happened before the Big Bang. Nobody knows. So, if people say, oh, well, God created us, the argument is, who created God? And then you think you're after catching a religious person. But you can pose that question to an atheist as well. They say, well, the Big Bang created us. Okay, well, who created the Big Bang? Oh, well, it created itself because, no, hang on for a minute, it can't be both of them. It can't be both of them. So, you know, I'm, I still don't know how happy I am with, with uh, oh, God has always been around, you know. I, I don't know how, how that can be possible. And the answer to that is, well, all things are possible through God. That's a fucking cop-out as well. Like, you know, that's, I don't know. So look, I, I, I wouldn't say I'm on a journey. Um, a lot of the reason that, you know, my depression came because of death by a thousand cuts. And one of them is uh, the religion side of it. Everyone going around praying and, and praying this and praying that and saying stuff and saying this and nothing was happening. Nothing was going on. People were praying for someone when to fall into the water that they're safe. Fucking jump in after them. It was so annoying. It really, really pissed me off when someone died. They were all saying prayers. Um, you know, whereas before that, you might have been able to help the person and you didn't. And I just found it all very, very fake. And I found it all very, very, um, uh, like I remember when my mom died and she was dead maybe five or 10 minutes. I swear to God, like, and I went in and I used the bathroom and I came back in to, to, to see her, did a cross up and candles. And I went, for fuck's sake, this is hard enough. Now I have to put up with this shit as well. That's the way I felt about it. That's only two years ago, not even two years in July coming. I was like, this is something that I don't believe. Now I have to um, endure this along with my mom being dead. And everyone's sitting around and they're saying prayers and they're all as if it's going to help, like, you know what I mean? Well, it might help her to get up to heaven. And but look, nobody knows, you know. Um, but I think I'm very, I'm a little more relaxed with it now. Um, I still think some people believe it because they were born in the country they were born in. And after they were born someone else, they would have believed something else. But I, I underappreciate that a lot of people are devout Catholics and that they um, feel God every day and what to do and it makes them better people. And to that, I say, Bula Bus, I, I've no issue with that at all. Um, which is like I probably would have had an issue prior. I have no issue whatsoever. I think it's fine. Um, and I let everyone know if I meet the man himself. Uh, I don't know, you know, like, I mean, you could argue, well, when he came out of depression, was that God helping you? Do you know what? Another thing that, sorry, I keep changing the subject. Another thing that pisses me off, someone wrote like, oh God, when I needed you, you weren't there. And there was only my footsteps in the sand. And God said, I was carrying you. You know what I mean? Do I even have to explain? Can you see how that would annoy me? Like, what? Oh. A, did you ever hear? But anyways, 
Did you read the Psalms though? There's lots of Psalms where people, Christians feel like that all the time, you know, and they yeah. say they've written it in the Bible. There's um, people God, why like, have you forsaken oh, me? All this crack. Yeah, do I wish, Mark, that God would interact with me more and I could um, have, yeah, of course they do. You know, I'm always saying, oh, I just wish he'd interact with me more and interact with people more. Um, but we just don't understand. Um, yeah. We don't have an eternal perspective, do we? But I do. That's one thing that I appreciate and I agree with you 100%. We do not understand. Um, but you, you know for a fact that what you believe is right and so do billions of others. Um, I have no issue with that. If anything changes, it'll be the first to know. Just before the podcast finishes, there's something very important that I, I want Bernie to say is that um, Bernie had finished the, the 40 days. And if anyone hasn't seen that, please go back and look at it. It's definitely worth a watch. You can go back and look at our last podcast as well, Podcast 77. Um, if you'd like me and Bernie to do a conversation again on a podcast, just let her know or let me know. There's no problem. I don't know if Bernie would come back on. We'll have each other. We'll probably bull the head of each other the next time. But... Um, <laughs> If people are interested in Bernie, conti- no, Bernie, you tell them. If, if so, the, the 40 days are over. Just say what, what you said last night. I just don't know who's been watching, and I don't want to leave any person who's enjoying studying the Bible and wants to continue just looking at the Gospels. And um, But obviously, I don't know if there's a demand for it. So if, if there, is people, there are people that were listening, and they just like to be learning more and continuing, I suppose, investigating this person of Jesus, um, you know, I don't know, I, I wouldn't be wanting to do something over social media again to, to everyone make, but just for those people, um, potentially, I'd pray about it and see. But obviously, I just don't even know if there's a demand there. So I just wanted to leave yeah, that so open to people. If, if there's a demand for anyone that went through the 40 days, whether you're a believer or not, whether you're on a journey and you, you, you're, you're, you want to learn more, whether you're a Christian and you love it, whether you're religious and you can't get out, or whether listening to Bernie coming on every evening was brilliant and something to look forward to. Um, how can they contact you, Bernie? Have you any? any yeah, yeah. Any? So it's 40 days of hope 2021 at gmail.com. And I suppose they can contact you as well, Mark, on the Clockwork Junkie, maybe. You can let yeah, me know. Yeah, yeah. Well, my look, you can always contact me, clockworkjunkiepodcast at gmail.com at any stage. I, I don't know. Like, I, I think you might get people because um, I remember like one or two nights, like I was there and I said, Where is this one now? It's gone past eight o'clock, you know, because I put it on because <laughs> you're waiting for it, you know what I mean? That kind of way. Because yeah, I was just. Okay, yeah. This was the thing that I was, I said, oh, well, the football match is on now, so it's on at 7.15, so I'll wait till half time, then I'll watch the 40 days, then I'll go back and do it. But then if the 40 days wasn't on, I said, where's this one now? Like, And then the match might be starting. Now I've paused the match, listen to this. Back uh, here. No, honestly, Mark, you were so encouraging. I think I said it last night. Thank you for encouraging me all the way. But I think that's yeah. what you're all about. Um, you were one of these people that I spoke about who are just naturally really caring. I wish I was like that naturally, and mm. I'm not, but... Um, you really are and you, you try to help so many people by raising awareness and um, even with I think you were raising awareness through your podcast of local resources that people can reach out to yeah. for help and people don't know about these things and you genuinely you're, you're you've got a heart of gold Mark you really do thank you thank you very much for that there's um I I want to look just because I didn't agree with you or because we had different things like that's irrelevant like like you, you like you would be helping some people so that's why I kept saying I kept bringing it up Anytime I'd done a Friday thing, I'd mention you were coming on, even if it wasn't until two weeks' time. So people would say, what's he talking about there now? And I might oh, go back and look at it. I was, do you know what I mean? I kept saying it and mentioning who they were, that you were coming up because I want people to listen. And you you got very good viewership. And people are listening. People are watching. I think you're going to be surprised that... Um, I think you're going to um, get a lot of people contacting you. I hope you are. I hope you are. Them, it's, you know, it's not for me. It's for people if they need it. <laughs> yeah. 
but like I think like I remember like the difference between you last night and your first one was like chalk and cheese you know like the first one you was hello how are you it's Bernie here Hostess. of course last night it was hey thanks for watching the 40 days you know what I mean you were fucking more you were had a kind of a what's the word as kind of a swag about you you know so right. you just grew so much in it but it was, it was great to see you doing that and I was like I know that was very hard for you because like you were crying on, on a like you put yourself through turmoil you know um, and I do feel like that like I was saying to Bernie I feel like I'm, this is my second time to talk to Bernie in my life ever the first time you've seen it and this is the second time you see it but I actually feel like I, I know her because we have sent a few texts and then I've been watching all the 40 days and I don't know if that sounds weird but I actually feel like I, like if, if I was anywhere in her own door I'd say Bernie Marker and coming in for a cup of coffee do you know what I mean yeah, and I said that's about you with the podcast it's just so strange I think the next time I'm home in Ireland, I'm like, hey, Mark, do you want to meet up for a cup of tea? Like? Yeah. And not only that, like, Mark, your husband, like, he talked a couple of times in it and you mentioned him in it. I kind of feel like I know him. I've met friends. I've met family. You've talked about your mother-in-law an awful lot. But mother-in-law said this now and she said that. And I feel I know them all. Like, if if I came to a confirmation, I go, oh, is that that person? Is that that person? You know what I kind of But, uh, no, look, I think we're going to leave it there. Um we didn't really come to any conclusion, but look, it's a podcast. It's about chat. Uh, people probably won't agree with everything we said, but I don't give a shit. We're having a conversation. It's our opinions and it's what we wanted to talk about. And I'm very, very happy. Is there anything you'd like to add before you go or have you enough? Yeah, no, have, that's have just add, Enough of me at this stage now. <laughs> Listen, no, thanks very much. Take it easy. I'm going to go, right? Take it easy, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, how are things? This is just a quick message to say thank you to everybody who has supported the podcast so far. If you would like to donate to the podcast, you can do so through PayPal. You can find us at paypal.me forward slash clockworkjunkie. That's paypal.me forward slash clockworkjunkie. Thank you.